Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's your man Gator. And tonight we are going to be smoking another selection from the May My Monthly Cigars box. Damn straight we are. Tonight we're going to be smoking the Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial. The size we're going to be smoking is a 5.5 by 52 Bellicoso, featuring a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And this cigar received a 90-point rating from Cigar Aficionado. The Jamie Garcia. Jaime. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We've been down this road before. Don't they know that a J isn't an H? But it's it's like Spanish. Spanish, yeah. yeah. I really need to learn more of that if I'm going to do a cigar podcast. Probably. Yeah. But Probably. if you if you're looking for it in the humidor and you're a redneck like I am, it's a Jamie Garcia. Jamie Garcia. Yeah. It's a Jaime. Yeah. Anyway, so we got the cigar. It's a nice uh little kind of oily, toothy wrapper to it. It it does. Yeah. I've already taken mine out of the cellophane so it's Look not to be obnoxious. Wow. Yeah. I got it right here though, if you want to hear it. No. Okay. We're we're good. We don't need to do that. <laughs> So, um, I had it at the ready. Why don't we go ahead and jump right in? Oh my and, God, are we uh, going to go ahead and uh, talk about the cut? Yeah. Is it brought to us by Riverman? It is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company, our man Dan over there at Riverman. He's uh, he's he's your stop in St. Louis, guys. I don't know how else to, are you. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Premature. <laughs> looked you right in the eyes and did that. You did. Yep. You looked me right in the eyes and scratched my CD. Look me right in the eyes in broad day. Well, it's not broad daylight. Where the fuck did we get ice cream? Exactly. But anyway, so our man Dan, he's the. We're back to the ice cream. He's the stop to make in St. Louis when you're in the area. He's got. Oh my god. Someday we'll explain the ice cream, boys nope, and girls. Nope, nope, nope. Probably not. But anyway, um, he's got a wide variety of humidor featuring the full line of Martinez cigars. He's also got the JRE Aladino cigars. He's got uh, that new selection of Perdomo cigars and Espinosa cigars. Guys, the guy's got what you want. He's got A.J. Fernandez, the New he World. He's got what you want. Yep. So, you know, if you're in the St. Louis area. Project 40. He does. He does. If well, And other Alec Bradleys as well. Yep. You know what else he's, he's got? He's got that fine and rare, which is in that really That's, badass that, humidor. That humidor thing and he's doing a is deal. Cool. He's doing a deal with that humidor where if you buy one of the cigars out of it, I think they're like 26 bucks. But yeah. if you buy one of the cigars out of it, um, that gets you entered into a drawing to win that, that box. That I'm not going to lie, box. guys. You want to win that box. Yeah. It's really it's cool. really neat. Yeah. So, um, but anyway. You know what else? What? Did you mention the uh, Jerry? The Aladinos? I, I, I did. Okay, I wanted to make sure we hit the studio sponsor there. Yeah, I did mention the, the JRE. JRE Tobacco. Aladino. Yeah, the Aladinos. Yeah. And, uh, they sponsor our mobile studio. We're aware. And so anyway. Commercial in a commercial. Anyway. Look at that. Guys, if you're in the St. Louis area, you want to swing by Riverman Cigar Company, grab a cigar, sit out underneath the 1,500 square foot covered patio, hang out with Dan and Jane and uh, Miss Cindy, say hi. And if you're not in the St. Louis area... But you still want to support a badass brick and mortar, give Dan a call because he does mail order and he can send you a box of cigars right away. If you don't have a brick and mortar, let Riverman be yours. So that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. I don't know if you noticed I already cut mine. I'm I'm very aware. Look at that gorgeous V cut though. I'm very aware I mean, that's, of the I fact that you kinda want to picture that. That's a thing of beauty. I'm very aware of the fact that you prematurely cut the cigar. <laughs> so 
I also have the V cut. Oh, look at you. Following my lead. I know, right? So, cold draw time, Jeff. I mean, it's not like we don't do this every time. I just took some of my CBN oil, so we'll see how that affects. What have you not taken? Between the THC, the CBD. That was in Vegas. That was legal, and it was in Vegas. Although it's legal here in Illinois, too. Yeah, the CBD. Now the CBN. I mean, yeah. what is that? Christian Broadcasting Network? <laughs> is Pat Robertson going to pop up on the deck? Pat Robertson yeah. Is he going to pop up on the deck here? By the way, I want to point out, this is his, you know, from Caldwell, Caldwell Botanicals. Okay. Now, do you know what connection they have to the cigar world? No. So the beautiful young lady that runs Caldwell Botanicals yes. is the sister of the gentleman that owns Caldwell Cigars. Well, I'll be damned. And if you look real close at the front of this, yeah, look at that picture on there. The same artist does the artwork for that that does the artwork for the bands oh, on Caldwell it does Cigars. Look the same, yeah. And the eyes blocked out and all that. Interesting, yeah. So we're gonna get them on and have them talk about the cigars and then have her talk about the oil. That's I'm gonna make that happen. All right, you make that happen. I will. So cold draw time, Jeff. Okay, I, I'm. You know, we do have some fucking good coffee. I was gonna get to that. Okay. I was going to get to that. We do have some fucking oh. coffee. Oh, my bad. It's fucking. Never get that right. No, you don't. <laughs> I wonder why. Jeff's just Because I'm a moron. Looking for an excuse to drop an F-bomb. Hmm. Cranberries? There is a sweetness. I'm not going to say cranberries. I'm thinking dried cranberries. No. I made raisins on the Cigar Tuesday. I know, and I almost want to say raisins again, but it's not as pronounced and not it's as not. sweet as the one that we had on Tuesday. I'm thinking, you know what? I'll tell you what I've got in the house right now. I've got dried cranberries. Let me go get some, and then you Seri- take that and then seriously? taste them. Yes. Seriously? Yep, we're going to make that happen. This is what we're going to do? We're doing a tasting. All right. Well, it's in. It's leading up to our charcuterie board oh my of delight. So while Jeff uh, goes and procures his dried cranberries, don't look too close. I'm in my boxers. Oh my god! I don't want Lefty he to pop out on you in his underwear. Oh my god! god. Hold, on. averting my eyes, averting my eyes. Get in the house, averting my eyes. Thanks for putting on pants before you, I came over. Um, so anyway, while Jeff is inside, I did want to point out that I am drinking some of the fucking good coffee. Um, we have the Honduran blend here, and I uh, I was a little tired coming over here tonight, and I called ahead and asked Jeff to, to brew some coffee because, guys, I mean, take this for what it's worth. I enjoyed the fucking good coffee enough that I called Jeff ahead to get more of it. He did. I did. Oh, he's back with the cranberries. And, uh, you know, so so for what it's worth, I'm not a coffee drinker, but this is now twice that I will have had this. And uh, I actually requested it. So, you know, get yourself some fucking good coffee. Okay. All right. Take a cold draw. Put on your damn headset. Let me put my throw rug back on. I appreciate that because I don't want to see lefty, as you called him. (laughs) Gross. He's the one on the left. I know. (laughs) Take a drag and then have have a couple of cranberries and tell me that that's not the flavor. Hmm. Close. The cigar's a little earthier. Okay. So I'd say maybe I, I I'll give you your dried cranberries, mm-hmm. but maybe with a little tinge of earthiness to it as well. Fair enough. I'll take it. 
You didn't expect me uh, to drag out the dried cranberries, did you? fucking good coffee. No, I did not. And for the record, Jeff, how am I, I taking... I just say this, that coffee... How am I taking my fucking good coffee, Jeff? Like your women. What? <laughs> Dark <laughs> and bitter? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, yeah, that's going to that's gonna lead to court proceedings. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but, no, you're taking your coffee black. I am. And... For the record. I'm not going to lie. That coffee paired up nicely with those cranberries, too, because I just used that to wash them down. Kind of did. Yeah, I did actually, as well. I it did actually well. did. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I'm going to go ahead and light up my cigar. Oh, we're going to be so wired. That's good because again, I was getting kind of sleepy on my drive over here. Ass so. dragger. I uh, what? You're an ass dragger. You're dra- you were dragging ass. I was dragging ass. It's been a long day. I'm going delivery. team cold flame again. Delivery day. Look at this soft flame. Team soft flame, not cold flame. That doesn't make any sense at all. What the hell's a cold flame? I don't know. I have been catching up on the Cigar Authority, because I've been woefully behind, mm-hmm. and uh, I heard their episode about smoking cigars in the car, and uh, I know they recommended a soft flame for lighting a cigar in the car. Now, they've talk- they have talked yeah. about how like it scorches like the head, uh, like the, the fabric on the roof of the car. I haven't done that, but I the first time I do- I don't I know do. how tall, I don't know how, how much- uh, Barry and those guys have their their uh, lighters like jacked up uh, with the with the little wheel on the bottom. Mm-hmm. But I have never had a flame reach that high that I'm like scorching the fabric on the top of the car. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, that just seems a little excessive to me. Um, but I will say, J- Mr. Jonathan's uh, advice about what windows to roll down mm-hmm. brilliant. I I up until today. I used to drive in the car with the front driver and passenger side windows cracked. After, okay. But but after listening to his the show, I uh, rolled down the driver's window probably about an inch, inch and a half, and I rolled down the passenger side rear window about an inch, inch and a half. Create a vacuum across, and it created the diagonal across. Yeah. And man, I watched the smoke just billow out my window. Like it didn't even make it into the car. It just I I exhaled and it right out the window. It was brilliant. But see, that makes sense sense for you because you have an ashtray in your car. I flick my ash out the yes. window. If I did that, it's going to suck right back in on me and set my car on fire. What? If I go to ash out the window and I've created that cross draft, yeah, sucking through the car, it's going to suck that ash right through the car back onto the car. The wind comes from the rear and blows to the front. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That would work. That would work then. Yeah, it except has to, I'm in a Wrangler. Well, yeah, you being in a two door or mm-hmm. two two window vehicle, that's that's probably not going to work. I could just unzip the back window in you the Wrangler. Probably could could do that. Yeah. yeah. So get a nice cross breeze going. I'll tell you, you know, I do have that ashtray in the car. It's um, it's not bad. It's one of the little Zycar cans, and um, it's good for for keeping it and putting the little cap on it, and you know, keeping that ash smell. Do you and keep everything. some whiff in it? I do. I put some of that whiff out yeah. in the bottom of I've it. I've heard good things about that. That's good stuff. That's I know Broccoli stuff. recommends it over at the. Uh, I pit. pour a little bit of it in the bottom of it, and it just kills the odor from those ashes. That's man. amazing. It's great. And then I have the spray. I keep the spray in my um, glove box. And then that way, you know, if the car does get a little stinky, I just kind of hit it with that spray before I go in for the night. And then I just let it sit overnight. 
And when I come out the next day, my car smells great. Have you thought about, do you keep any of that in your closet for the clothes? No. I wonder if that would work. Funny you mentioned that. I was actually texting with Nick Gervais the other day. Yep. And he had some that he was going to try. And so he took some of the spray. He had a, a sweatshirt, like a hoodie or something, you know, that he was uh, smoking in. And, you know, I'm not, like, ripping him for this because I don't wash, like... If I have a hoodie that I'm sitting outside on my deck and, and smoking I'm not washing in, that every time. I don't no. wash that every time. No, I might like wash it like I might smoke a handful of times and then wash it. Um, he said he hadn't washed his in like two weeks. I, that's, so I, I can honestly yeah. tell you that's not a normal. No, I mean, normal for me to do. I mean, you're only wearing it a couple hours and you're sitting down outside and smoking. It's not exactly. that big of a deal. But he um, he hadn't washed it in a couple of weeks, so he took some of that whiff out, sprayed the front of it, mm-hmm. and he said the front of it, you would have never known that he'd have any sort of cigar whatsoever. The back of it, though, still had the cigar odor. Interesting. Yeah. So, no, oh. I think that whiff out spray works really well. Now, you're talking about the hoodie. I'll be honest, I don't I, I don't wash a hoodie that often, and a lot of times, I change the t-shirt underneath it, I don't wash well, the yeah, hoodie. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'll wash the hoodie, obviously, if I get something on it. Well, yeah. Or, you know, if maybe I've worn it so much that it's kind of out of shape, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, yeah, I mean, I, a hoodie like that, I'll throw it on top of my dresser or something, yeah. you know, and just wear it another day, yep. sitting outside. But Been there, done that. Yep. Because, look, it, it's kind of like blue jeans. If you wash blue jeans, they're going to fall apart on you quicker. Well, yeah, blue you're jeans you're not to supposed them. to yeah. wash regularly like that. Yep. yep. So I, I kind of take that, you know, for hoodies and things like, you know, like you wouldn't wash a coat necessarily. You might take it to the dry cleaners or something, but hoodies yeah. are kind of like that with me. I The less I wash them, the more durable I think they're going to be. Yeah. No, that's a valid point. But that's, that's you know, just me. So anyway. So, Jeff, early thoughts on the uh, Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial? I've got a really good burn line. You were dead on, by the way, talking about that oily, toothy wrapper. Mm-hmm. It is... I didn't smell it beforehand, but it's it's kind of got that look like I was talking a few episodes back about where it almost looks fire-cured. It's got that... And I know it's that wrapper. Yeah. But it's got that look to it that it's almost like a fire-cured cigar. Yeah. You know, like something Clint Eastwood would be smoking on the back of a horse. Something. In one of the uh, spaghetti westerns. Well, there you go. Something along those lines, yes. Along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I felt like there was something that we brought up that I wanted to circle back on. <laughs> there were. We had an outline before we started. I've no, 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 no. That, I, I still have that in my head. But, okay, good. I mean, but no, there was something that you mentioned or something that came up just now that I wanted to circle back on. And for the life of me, I can't remember. I should have, mm. I don't know. Did it involve cranberries? No. Caldwell cigars? No. It would have uh, been one of those fucking things. Fucking good coffee? No. I talked about the fucking good coffee. Oh, that's right. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that uh, it's lost to the ages until I edit this. And All we I, have to do is rewind it and, and then I listen. But then I think to myself, oh, I should have brought that up, but oh well. No, yeah, that such, happens. Such is life. Have anything to do with lefty? No. Just trying to recap what where we're at no, so far. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not referring to your ball sack. My um, my throw rug that makes me look like a you know a extra at beaches. <laughs> oh my god! Did I ever tell you you're my hero? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I come back here and Jeff's like lounging in the chair, and I'm just like, 
I guess this is the time that I come and visit Jeff with the cancer right before, <laughs> you know, that's that. <laughs> you know, sadly, the shape I'm in, I'm probably, it's probably riddled with it. I just haven't gone to the doctor in 14 years. Personally, I think diabetes is your bigger concern. It's, well, my toes got better. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That black, black spot, spot on the toe went away. Yeah, that's good. That's, oh, that's, that's good. I apparently dropped something on the nail, but I don't remember doing <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. Anyway, um, no. So I know one of the things that we wanted to touch on was uh, uh, kind of an important topic. Okay, we wanted to touch on how uh, you know our senator from Illinois, Dick Durbin, <sighs> and as we all know, say it with us, folks. You, you got a Dick, Dick Durbin. Durbin. Before Durbin dicks you. So, yeah. So, anyway, Durbin's looking to dick us all. Yes, and, he is. Uh, it's the same thing. With a bunch I of mean, sand and broken glass and lube. I, I, it, it's the same old tired story. Yep. And, uh, but we're going to keep harping on it because, by God, it's important. It is. Everybody and pay attention to this. Everybody needs to go to cigaraction.org. Okay. If you take nothing else away from what I'm about to tell you, go to cigaraction.org. Okay. So, here's the deal. I'm going to try my best to read this piece to you from the PCA, which is the Premium Cigar Association. Um, U.S. Senate Majority Whip, Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin. Yeah, D from Illinois. And Senate Finance Committee Chair, Ron Wyden. Okay. He's a D from Oregon, uh, along with uh, U.S. Representative, uh, I can't even pronounce this name, they're from Illinois, Raja... Don't even try. She, they, they, don't, they don't matter. They don't matter. Anyway. Yeah. Look, go to the PCA. Yeah, on, they don't matter. Go, go to PCA 1933 on uh, Instagram. You can read it for yourself or try to. Um, anyway, so I don't want to butcher the name, so I'm going to give up. Introducing or introduced a bicameral, which is both houses, by the way, for anybody out there. I don't. Did you know that, Nick? I did know that, okay. actually. Well, you worked in the... You worked I, in the state I, government. I did. So, so. so uh, bicameral uh, Tobacco Tax Equity Act of 2021. And by the way, when anything says Tax Equity Act, it means we're getting we're fucked. We're getting fucked. Yeah. So the bill has been referred to the Senate Finance Committee and is co-sponsored by several other Democrats. Of course it is. By the way. These same Democrats that were celebrating 420 Day as a national holiday. I just want to point that out. But, but, but move on. But, move but on. we digress. We digress. Yeah. Smoke your nuts off there. So, <laughs> <laughs> champion. Mm. Anyway, we got to pull that quote. I'm not giving him the champion, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, moniker. <laughs> I didn't mean him, but anyway. You know what we need Anyone to start else? doing every time we mention Dick Durbin? What's that? Start playing this clip. You dick. There we go. <laughs> just every time. That's a thing now. Um, so anyway, the legislation would raise the taxes on all tobacco products to the same rate as cigarettes. So it's the same thing he's tried, you know, with the Mama's Act and all that. Oh, wait, but there's more. And then double it. Nice. Yeah. This would present a massive increase on both premium cigars and pipe tobacco. Um, retailers, employers, consumers must, and this is from the PCA, uh, must uh, push back against this second massive tax increase introduced at the federal level in the recent months. Take action now. Go to CigarAction.org. Now, I know I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Why does Dick Durbin you dick. hate people from Central America and the Caribbean? 
I don't because know. he's trying to destroy their economies. I yeah, I know. I, I need a number. I need a number from so I know we have manufacturers that listen to us. Yes. I need a number of how many people involved in South America, Central America, and the Caribbean um, work in the tobacco fields, the barns, the rolling, everything. I need a number of how many people work in those. I, I'm going to say third world countries, but you know, for for intents and purposes here for this argument, how many people are involved in South, Central, and the Caribbean? South and Central America and the Caribbean in the production of premium cigars. How many people is Dick Durbin, Dick Durbin jeopardizing? Thank you. <laughs> How many people's jobs is Dick Durbin jeopardizing by doing this? I don't know. All but... for a cash grab from you fat white guys like us is what he thinks. But he's not coming after fat white guys. No, a lot of people no. smoke cigars he's that don't look after, like us. He's coming after a lot of people. In South American countries yes. that are reliant on the jobs that they have with these yes. cigar manufacturers in order to keep their families alive. And we know this because we were sitting with our friend Oscar Valadares mm-hmm. at TPE when he was talking to the people in his factory. Yep. And I got a glimpse that day looking at that video chat that he was having with how many people. And that was just on the rolling floor. Well, And that was also just a portion. Yeah. He's like talking about bringing more people on, you know, maybe yeah. doing like extra shifts, you know, doing stuff on Saturday. I mean, yeah. you know, he's he's expanding his operation and everything. And, you know, these people, look, look, just the people of Honduras, just the people of Honduras. Yep. So now you're talking Oscar, you're talking JRE, um, you're talking um, at least those two. I, there probably are more. They've dealt with COVID. Yep. They've dealt with multiple hurricanes. Yep. And that's just this past year. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have the, the all the factories and everything over in Nicaragua. Who the government is threatening to seize. Yeah. And run themselves, which we all know how that's going to go. Well, it's going to go the way of Cuba, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. And then, you know, and then you have the fine folks of Dominican Republic who, you know, they have their own concerns to be worried about. Yep. I mean, you're talking a lot of jobs in countries that need that every need job every, they can get. Exactly. So I don't know why why Dick Durbin, you dick, is racist towards South American people. I don't either. Um, but he is. I would think in a state I, like I, Illinois, with the Latino population we have, that he would be shying away from doing anything to hurt Latinos. Well, evidently, Dick Durbin, you dick, has not thought this through. No, no. It, you know what it is? It's what? it's typical do gooder policies. Yep. Where, you know, you, you have this idea and, oh, my God, this is going to be great and it's going to help so many people. And you don't bother to look at the debris, the wake that it leaves behind you. Well, and, and that's what he's doing. And let's be real. Democrats, by and large, have always enjoyed funding programs with taxes on cigarettes. And now, because of the expansion of vape and everything else, now they're just doing this sweeping tobacco, you yeah. know, thing. and. I mean, first of all, that doesn't even make sense because there's no tobacco in vape, but, you know, there's nicotine, but it's neither here nor there. But the point is, why, why do they have to come after cigars? And I'm even going to go so far as to say, why are they coming after cigarettes, tobacco in general? No. Are there nothing, no other way? If you can't figure out a viable way to fund your program, maybe what we need to be doing is taking a harder look at these programs and determining, do we actually need them? You know, you worked in government. You know, that's not. I know. But see, this is where I come from. I look at it and I'm like, government should be smaller. Well, significantly smaller. Well, and here's the thing. I'm you know me. I'm pretty conservative. I know you are as well. Uh 
And but the Republicans have done us no favors on a lot of the stuff either. I don't disagree. You know, with that. they 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 had the chance for Let, years to cut cut programs and I cut costs. I completely agree. Yeah, government is bloated, way beyond what mm-hmm. it should be. And you know, look, Democrats and Republicans, I can safely say, are two sides of the same coin. Yep, they just have their priorities different. Yeah, you know, one side wants programs for X, the other side wants programs for Y. Ultimately, they still want programs. Yep. Cut the damn programs. Yes. You know, cut the damn programs and let people live. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying kick people out in the street and and get rid of food stamps and whatever else. There are some programs that you have to maintain. Yes. But do we really have to be studying like the mating habits of dolphins and things of that nature? Yeah. Can we not leave that up to private science? Yeah. For in that specific well, instance. Look, look I at, mean, look at uh, SpaceX right now. Yeah. You know, we've cut funding for NASA, and guess what? The private sector stepped up. Yep. I mean, you've got- They're flying our astronauts to the You've got Elon Musk wanting to freaking put a colony on Mars, for Christ's sake. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? I mean- Well, he better not do it with Dogecoin, but we'll get into that later. I was going to say, you want to touch on Doge? Yeah, we need to get the update on Jeff's investment strategy, but (laughs) we'll, we'll circle back to that in a bit. But the point is, guys- you need to go to what? What is the website again, Jeff? Cigaraction.org. The website, my friends, is cigaraction.org. So go to cigaraction.org and do what you need to do in order to let your legislators know that Dick Durbin, no. you dick, is trying to dick us. Never gets old. It really doesn't. I'm I'm happy that I found that clip. So Durbin is trying to dick us. Yes, and I think it's high time that we all point out that he's wrong. Well, and again, here's the deal. The PCA and other people are making the argument about us, the end users, and mm-hmm. the price and everything. No, this jeopardizes a lot of jobs in South Central well, America okay. and also in the Caribbean. And I'm going to – you pointed out that I worked in politics yes. for a number of years. I've had my fair share of work both in the actual legislative side as well as on the campaign side. And I would give one piece of friendly advice to those in the cigar industry – that are um, maybe maybe trying to combat this. Yeah. If you're going to fight a liberal like Dick Durbin. hmm You dick! You need to think like a liberal. You got to out-liberal him. You got to out-liberal yep. him. And so I know what you're doing. You're appealing to the voters, and you're hoping that the voters will appeal to the legislators, and the legislators will listen to the voters. Yeah. And that's one avenue. And need, I think we need a two-pronged I, attack. I think that's one avenue. Yep. I think the other avenue that needs to be taken is I think as we've pointed out many, many times, I think in in order to out liberal Dick Durbin. You dick. You need to point out <laughs> You're really that enjoying that, aren't I you? am enjoying that because you know what? The man is a dick. Um I think the other thing you need to do is point out the inherent racism of the policy that he's yes, proposing. It is. He is for for a man who's supposed to be this liberal giant, this leader of the Democrat Party, who has embraced the the whole concept oh, of being we're, we're woke, woke, baby, yeah. and 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 all this kind of stuff. If you're going to embrace this, this post racial world and you're going to try and be woke, then maybe a direct attack on our South American neighbors and the families that are reliant on these jobs, yeah. maybe isn't the best strategy. Yeah, you know. So I'm just saying, maybe uh, maybe a two prong attack where we point out how racist Dick Durbin. You 
dick is being, is on, being this subject, on this yeah. subject. And uh, I think another another prong where we encourage the voters to talk to all of their legislators and maybe tell them, hey, we don't appreciate you being racist towards South America. Exactly. You know, maybe. maybe. I don't appreciate that. Maybe, I have no. friends down there now. I have you friends do? in the cigar industry. Exactly. Even when I've made them. I say, and I don't exactly. want to see nope. their businesses or their employees get hurt. Well, and, and look, if there's one thing that I think you and I have learned very quickly, um, it's that these guys do not only respect, but they, they worry and take care of their people. Yes. You know, Oscar, Husto, yep. um, Christian, Nick Perdomo, like uh, all of them, they, yep. uh, the, the Newmans, everybody, they all have staff and employees down in these South American nations and Caribbean nations. And mm-hmm. they need to have the government get off their goddamn back. And they need our support, guys. So, okay. And you and your friends. Talk about this in your cigar lounges. Print out that thing from the mm-hmm. PCA that's on Instagram and hang that up in every cigar store you yeah. go into. Leave copies on the coffee table in the yeah. cigar lounges. You know, just just make sure that people are aware of what Dick Durbin you dick. is trying to do. <laughs> so I love anyway. how you added that on the fly right in the middle of the right soapbox. Right in the middle of the soapbox. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what that's called, Jeff? It's called being prepared. Okay. Well, if you were prepared, we just started with it. Well, I just want to point that out. I wanted to use it to reference you, but um, wow. I mean, I figured inevitably you'd say something that it would be appropriate I for. Well, I wondered why that was on the soundboard. But now it's officially the Dick Durbin clip. You dick. All right. Well, enough of that. So, And you know what? If Dick Durbin comes around and realizes. You dick. God, <laughs> you said it so quick. <laughs> he comes around. I'm not even going to say his name anymore. <laughs> If he comes around and realizes how racist he's being towards South and Central America and the Caribbean, then we can stop playing that because, Look, you know what, he, he can wake himself up and realize what he's doing. Realistically, you proposed this on a, on a previous show, and I actually am now starting to warm up to the idea. Realistically, we could set up a tour of the JRE tobacco yes. farm and rolling facility and all that down in, in Honduras. Yeah. We could set that up tonight. We can make one phone call yes. and get that set up. And all it takes is Dick Durbin. You dick. To uh, agree to do it. I don't know if it. playing that clip's going to help this along. Well, it's not going away until he agrees. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I think he needs to come along, do a junket. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, they've got a fact finding mission. He's, he's a freaking high ranking senator. He could take a plush plane down to Honduras. Yeah. And we'll hop a cargo. Yeah, I would say we'll be we'll be hanging onto the wheel. And uh, you know, we could go down there and I'm sure the Aroas would be perfectly happy to show him everything that they're doing, show him the whole process, explain to him the differences. And I'm and, and look, and I'm not saying that PCA and all these other groups have not had meetings to where they've attempted to explain to him the differences show him the between cigars and cigarettes and yep. everything like that. But yeah. Take him down there. Show him the boots on the ground that he's actually hurting yeah. in order to do this. Now, is he ever going to do that? You and I both know he's not. Yeah. But I think Dick Durbin should, uh, you know. You dick. I, I think he'd be challenged to uh, to do so. I'm challenging him to. I just challenged him on the last episode. I, I think it's Dick a good Durbin, idea. come with us. You didn't even play it. I'm proud of you. Oh, I missed yeah. it. <laughs> oh, come well. with us down to Honduras. Yep. Tour one of the farms. And see the people that you're actually, I'm going to use the word devastating, but the, the people that you're impacting with this. Realistically, we could set up with both the Aroas and Oscar. 
Yes. He could tour two different facilities. Now, granted, he's going to see similar operations. Yeah. Maybe not the same. I mean, I'm sure they have their differences. I know the Euros with their bare science and everything like that. Yeah. It's a little different. But the point is, he's going to see the people. He's going to meet the people, and he's going to realize just how much they value their jobs and how much they need them. Now, I will tell you, and then I promise we'll stop. I was going to say, we need to get We're off the soapbox. We're on our soapbox, and I'm sure everybody's tired of it, but you guys, guys, but there's this an important, is critical. I was going to say, there's, there's a level of importance to this yes. that does need to be paid. Now, I will tell you, to. I took a day not that long ago, and I made calls to all of Dick Durbin's offices. You dick! <sighs> knew it was coming. <laughs> and guess what? Mm-hmm. No one answered a phone at any of them. Mm-hmm. They're all on voicemail. Well, yeah, but they're all shut down because of COVID. Yes. Except for Washington, where nobody you, answered there. Where either. you got the message there that their lines are all busy. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, you remember that. I do remember that. I called the campaign offices and I called the uh, the Senate offices yep. and called them throughout the state of Illinois. Nice to know that you can reach out to anyone. your own senator, by the way. Yeah. Good luck doing that without a wad of cash. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm not a lobbyist. I'm just someone who cares about this. One more time to end. I this guess up. I am a lobbyist, and I'm lobbying. I don't I have any say, money to do you're, it. You're an individual constituent lobbyist. Yeah, I'm actually one of his constituents, and I can't get through to him on yeah, the phone. Well, you so. know what? So there you go. So that's our message for Dick Durbin. Yep. You dick. Oh when when you guys call, if you ever get a hold of his office, tell them. I please do this for me. Tell them that you don't support this because it's going to hurt families and businesses in South Central America and the Caribbean. And then as you're ready to get off the phone, say, hey, why don't you why don't you take the cigar pulpit challenge and go to a factory with them? Yes. Yep. Please, somebody say that to them, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine how quickly they're going to be trying to find out who we are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to hear this. And then our taxes are going to somehow skyrocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly, all of our local politicians are going to jack the property taxes through the roof. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we're screwed. Uh, but guys, you know what? Well, we're going to sa- take one for the team for you. And the sad part is you and I aren't going to have much money for that because somebody decided that he was going to invest a whole bunch in a Dogecoin. <laughs> okay. Before we go There's into a segue. this, <laughs> what are you getting on your cigar? Well, <coughs> oh my, I just exhaled right in my face. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's a nice smooth cigar. I mean, it's it's smoking well. Ooh, do the uh, retro. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was pretty smooth. <laughs> oh my. Um, no lingering effects though. You didn't do it on smoke, man. Hold on, let me do another one because that line was smooth. Oh, my sinuses are tingly. You're even further along than I am, but yeah, there's some pepper on the retro. I I don't know if I agree with you on that. Mm, that's fucking good. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's a man, woman, or child alive that doesn't enjoy a nice beverage. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Stole that from Letterman. Uh, anyway. No, I think there's some pepper on the retro, bud. A little, but it's very smooth, and I didn't get any of that like residual lingering effect. How many cigars have you had today? Three. Mm. This would be number four. I'm, I'm equal. I'm equal with you. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I but don't as know. far as the smoke itself, I can't say that I'm getting anything. Yeah, I can't say I'm getting anything specific. Yeah, now granted, we ate cranberries and we're drinking coffee, this so is that true. may so maybe may I'm hinder getting, us. A maybe bit. I'm getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all coffee. right. So coffee. So okay, Jeff. 
let's get the uh, investment update. It's been it's been a couple weeks. Apparently, since you uh, discussed how everybody should invest in Dogecoin. No, I did not say that. <laughs> and we had multiple disclaimers pointing that out. Yes. Um. So I'm going to look something up here real quick because I want to be able to reference it. Nothing like show prep. Well, no, I had it. I've got it on the phone here. So apparently, well, now I'm not seeing it. So maybe it is. So you know what? Did they take it down? What? Maybe they did. What? There was a story up earlier today that I don't see now. So guys, maybe I just dreamed this. Um, I swear I saw something earlier today. That uh, China had said they're not going to be taking Dogecoin or yeah. or cryptocurrencies, oh, and that's and when just, it just plummeted it overnight. The crypto stuff, yeah. For full disclosure, we're recording on Wednesday, so by Friday it may be back up. But right now, I understand why people jump off of buildings <laughs> and Wall Street. So because it has bombed. Well, it's not that bad. Well, let's put it this way. It's. I think you're. You may be in just a little better than I am. You may have a little better position. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll admit, I'm down on it. But right now, it's not a ton. As of Wednesday at uh, ten thirty at night, as we record, it's trading at thirty three point five cents. Yes. Now, a, what? A week ago? Let's look. In the last week, its high was fifty seven. I mean, the I week bought prior it prior to that. It was seventy. I bought it sixty nine cents. Fifty five at the time. Yeah. So. You know, and you've uh, doubled down. I did. I've actually, I've actually dropped. You bought more. Yeah. Well, when it when it went really low, I didn't catch it at its lowest point because earlier today it was down to I want to say twenty four cents. Although I can't find it now, but it was really low. You're really banking on it coming back to some degree. Yes, it was down to twenty four point one cents. Okay. I guess that's my point. You're banking on it coming back. Yes. And my current position is forty nine uh, cents. So to break forty nine point two five five five. So to break even, it needs to hit essentially forty nine cents. If I hit fifty cents, I will not have lost anything. If it ever gets back to that, and I don't know, it might. I mean, let's be real. You've only been in Dogecoin for less than a month. It's true, but I'm freaking out. Well, it's because you've put too much into it. <laughs> You're not supposed to invest what you can't afford to lose. Well, it's kind of like gambling. Don't play with what you can't. And afford you notice to lose. when we were in Vegas, I got hammered the first night and, and I walked quit. away. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. had enough sense to quit. Exactly. But uh, I haven't had enough sense to quit here yet. But that's the thing. I'm I'm in for a penny and for a pound now because I'm not going to take it out at a loss. True. So I may own this the rest of my life at three and a half cents. But <laughs> by God, I'm going to own my Dogecoin. Okay. Now right. something else I've noticed, and I don't know if any of the listeners have noticed this too. So I'm using the Robinhood app, which I think you are as well. Mm-hmm. And if you go look, like if you put up Dogecoin to follow and you put up um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, you've talked about this with me. Okay. It looks like the exact same EKG reading, you know, like, yeah. a, like a heart monitor. Well, that makes sense. The crypto market as when, a whole is moving in some Now, granted, ways. Dogecoin is in the $0.36 cents range. And, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, Bitcoin that's in the 38,000 range. Which there was some freak out when it dripped below 40,000. 
Yeah, it's it. Let me look. There was definitely it some was below forty thousand. Now again, we're recording Wednesday night. So some, don't, yeah, exactly. If these numbers bounce back on Thursday, then yeah, don't hold this against us. But um, yeah, it, it had dipped below forty thousand, and there was definitely some freak out right when that now. Took place. Right now, as of Wednesday night, uh, as we record this, it is Bitcoin is trading at thirty seven nine fifty. Okay. Yep. As as of this moment. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Doge is at thirty three point four cents. So yes, my my investing strategy may not have been good. I mean, in reality, I think I don't, everybody listening to this probably could have guessed, yeah, that your investment strategy was, but I was really unsound at best. Well, unsound, <laughs> I'll give you that. But I really thought we were going to get that bounce from Musk off of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, apparently that didn't him happen. making fun of it on the show didn't help. That didn't help anything <laughs> not at all. And then he what? Said that then he went to a party with Miley Cyrus with Doge like ice dead sculptures and stuff. Well, yeah. and then uh, what was it? He said that Tesla was going to stop taking Bitcoin, but it, you know. And then he asked if maybe uh, they should take Dogecoin instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, now I am seeing more and more articles. There was actually one just listed on there there about how you can use Dogecoin to uh, pay for items at GameStop now. Really? So yeah. So I mean. So let me ask you this. So I think Dogecoin has some legs underneath it. It's just maybe it just needs to get through whatever it's going through. But I let, don't know. Let me ask you this because I don't understand this. I don't understand. And it. maybe somebody in the audience does. Yeah. How do I take my Dogecoin that I own? I have no idea. And use I've, it to buy something. I truly have no idea. We need to get a cryptocurrency expert. It, you know what? I bet it is. What? I bet you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they just give you those tokens they used to use. I don't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. You remember the tokens? I know the tokens. Yeah. Had the rat on it. That's what they should have done is made a Chuck E. Cheese like cryptocurrency. I mean, anybody can make a cryptocurrency. You can, actually. I looked that up because I want some Gator coin. We can make some <laughs> Gator coin. I was going to say, <laughs> we can make Pulpit coin, but yeah, exactly. Would you guys buy cigars with Pulpit coin? <laughs> Would any store take it? That's no, the other question. No. No. Gator coin. Maybe my monthly cigars. Oh, my God. I wonder if Nick would take pulpit coin. Use that in conjunction with your ash cash. With your ash cash, yeah. exactly. Oh, my God, so, I love it. There you go. I don't think he's going to. Nick, you're going to have to uh, start accepting pulpit coin. Yes, we're gonna get We're going to get that rolling. We're gonna have a picture. Of it would naked. be like a. Sh- We're gonna have a picture of Jeff naked holding up kale on the one side of the coin. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it would be like Dwight Schrute when he had the Schrute bucks on the office. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just remembered the thing that I wanted to reference. What was that? Your broken chair on the deck here. Oh, yeah, I split it in two. Yeah, so guys, um, we're going to get off the investment thing, because basically Jeff lost don't, it. Don't do anything he, we've talked about. Yeah, he's losing his ass. But this is We are not experts. But speaking of his ass, he hasn't lost his physical ass. And I think that's the problem, is because I'm sitting here, I, I get to the deck at the uh, JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, um, located on the deck of uh, his ex-wife's house, and I notice that one of the chairs is sitting here with the base completely separated from the chair. Yes. And the metal in this thing is just sheared. It's just cracked and broken. Yes. And um, so, Jeff, how, how, how did that happen again? I contend that pot metal was flawed. 
I contend that you leaning back in these chairs all the damn time has stressed that metal to the point that it broke. Now I'm pretty you sure take that back. I'm pretty sure that chair broke while we were recording back here one time. Yeah, it did. And I think I it was a couple a handful of episodes back, I think I referenced that you were leaning back awful far. Because I remember yeah. asking you, how's that cigar smoking at a ninety degree angle? <laughs> so um yeah, I'm pretty sure it happened then. But yeah. Yeah. So finally yeah. cracked, huh? Completely. Okay. Yeah. And those goddamn things are expensive. You need to get some new chairs, bud. Yeah. I'm thinking about a whole different set of chairs. We talked about that earlier before yeah. we got on the show. You need to find chairs that Two are... Two of these chairs are like 300 bucks. Yeah. You need to find similar chairs. Mm-hmm. Maybe ones that, you know... I can have buy a- the same table set for, I think it's 500, and then I have another table in case, in case the glass cracks on this one. I would just advocate that you find maybe some chairs that have a higher weight threshold, you know? I mean, let's be real. Chairs have a weight threshold to them. And so maybe you're just stressing these too much. Wow. With your constant Oh, yeah. I'm the only one stressing them of the two of us. I don't lean back all over the place. I sit in the chair. Mm -hmm. You're the one that's all like leaning and, you know, doing this and doing that. The problem with these chairs is that central pivot point. Mm -hmm. That's that's the weak spot in the chair. And, of course, I sheared it in two. What happened to the other chair that's broken? That one's leaning to the side. I don't know if it's... That or if something that one of the welds gave way. But you broke that one, too, is what I'm Yeah, I broke two of the chairs. Thank you. Two of the four chairs. God damn it. All right, then. We really had to go into that, do we? I, you know, we did. We had to go into that. Yeah, I I jacked up two chairs. Sheared one and two, and the other one just leans, you know, it's it's listing hard to the right. Well, there you go. Well, Jeff? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars that we're smoking this week that we enjoyed. Thank you, Tiger King. (laughs) You've been playing with your soundboard. I enjoyed that. Oh, my God. Uh, So, yeah, it's time for three cigars that we enjoyed this week. And, uh, you know. Carol Baskin. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Yeah, we'll, uh. We'll uh, get into I that. I have not. By the way, <laughs> back to the investment segment, I have not bought any scat. Ah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm avoiding scat. I hear that one's shitty. Ah. ah I wouldn't invest in that. So anyway, so three cigars that we're smoking this week that we enjoyed. So do you want to go first or shall I? Oh, I think you should. Okay. So um, I haven't looked mine up yet. So yeah. So my first cigar that I've smoked and enjoyed this week um, I, I, I hit the, the, the standards, my, my go-tos this week, cause I've been busy and I haven't had time to sort through and organize all the cigars that we brought back from TPE yeah. and really, you know, hit some of those. So I, I hit some old standbys here. So my first one is one that I go to on the regular, the Perdomo Habano Sungrown. Ooh, nice. Love that cigar. Nice. Good cigar. Always smokes well, has great flavor, a little bit of spice. I love it. Best cigar. I'm going to give a shout out to the manufacturers of the Bishop and Gator, our friends over at Martinez. Yeah. I had a couple of hangries while we were out in uh, Vegas. Yeah. Good stick. Yeah. Good cigar. Have you had it? You've had it. I've had one. Yes. Okay. That's the one that they're doing in conjunction with the Luxury Cigar Club. It is. And it's really good. It's a good cigar. Yeah. Not a fan of the size. The, Why? Because it's it's not a Lancero, but it's a very long. It's like a Lonsdale. It's like a, nah, it's like, but it's long. It's like a real thin. Um, it's it's close to a Lancero, but not quite. And uh, you know me, I'm not a fan of the the really smaller ring gauges. See, it doesn't bother me because I've smoked. I've, I average between fifty and sixty. 
That's well, my ring gauge. You know me. Preference. I mean, I'll smoke you know, a Swisher if I don't have anything yeah. else. I'll smoke Toscano. Like you know, I've been smoking the Lonsdale. The, been smoking the crap out of Lonsdale it, from JRE with the uh, Aladino Cameroon. Yeah. So yeah, I have no problem with the size of the cigar. I just like cigars. Okay. But that's me. Okay. Well, my next one is uh, one that I smoked from uh, our friends over at uh, Espinosa Cigars. It's the 601 Habano. Ooh. I had that while I was editing up the uh, TPE recap show. And, uh, boy, fantastic flavor on that cigar. Um, it's nice and spicy, and it, it's great cigar. I really enjoyed the uh, 601 Habano. Okay, now this is a little darker cigar than I usually do. Uh, but uh, when I got back from uh, Vegas, I busted out one of my uh, H. Upman, uh, the Bankers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like the Banker. Yeah. I always feel like Captain of Industry. You know, and I'll be honest. That was I, back before my Dogecoin took I, a dump. Yeah, I know, right? I didn't get the Banker reference, and I should have. I didn't get the Banker reference with that cigar until we were talking with Rafael Nodell at TPE. Really? And he pointed out that they were originally Bankers. Yeah. And started the bank, and then they got tobacco, and they were giving them out to clients and everything yep. like that. Now I totally get the whole background of that cigar, and, well, there I, you and go. I like it. So yeah. it it just is one of those things that I learned that at at the show. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, one one more reason that we should have been there. Exactly. Yep. It was what God intended. And then my last cigar is a uh, shout out to our studio sponsor. I had a uh, Aladino Corojo uh, Reserva, and uh, Fantastic cigar. I, I, you know, I just cannot, for the life of me, say that uh, I can't say anything bad about that cigar. It's just so perfect. It's got that nice amount of spice. It's just, I love it. I love it so much. The Corojo Reserva. Good deal. And I have one laying here. I smoked the other one earlier today on my drive, but uh, I got to go with the Leaf by Oscar. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was, you know me, I love that Connecticut, but actually any of them, any of the Leaf line i i enjoy the connecticut's my the one i gravitate to because i just love that creamy connecticut flavor that it has yeah nope it's a good cigar there you go so yeah so that's uh three cigars that we've uh smoked and enjoyed this week there you go now uh is broccoli still on assignment or do we have an i believe broccoli is still on assignment for this week okay um hopefully we'll be getting uh reviews from broccoli rob back here shortly good deal good deal we miss you brock yes broccoli when are you going to come back to us? Come on, Brock. Get back to work, Brock. <laughs> How much do you pay him to do this segment? I mean... Oh, wait, that's right. It's free. It, well, yeah. Yeah. How but, much do you pay me? Oh, wait. You got a trip to Vegas out of it, dude. <laughs> I did. And all you did the whole time was bitch at me. Because I got you sick With the first time. With good night. reason. I was going to say, you got me sick. <laughs> I still think you had food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was something you ate. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm I'm sure it was something you ate. Anyway. Well, whatever. Anyway. So, I'm at the halfway point of the uh, Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial. I'm a little further ahead of you. You are? I've had to remove the band. And I'm it is... shortly here. I will say, I'm going to point something out. And I've, I've enjoyed the cigar. I have a pretty hard draw. Really? Yes. I don't. My I don't know if that was the been, V cut. My draw has actually been really good. Yeah, I'm experiencing a very. I'm. You know what? I'm going to cross cut it because I've got my cutter here, so I don't use yours. I'm going to do a cross cut and see if that opens it up a little bit. Okay. Because I was all excited about how cool the V cut was, 
But yeah, I've had a hard draw on this. Hmm. That sucks. No, the draw on mine has been perfect. Um, Boy, that opened it up. Look at that. Yeah, that did open yeah. it up a lot. You just didn't get enough of the cap off the first time you did that. Yeah, you were saying a while ago I wouldn't get enough smoke on the retro, and I was uh-huh. I was really trying. So well, that helped. A okay, lot. try a retro now then. Okay, let's see if this uh, changes your mind. You know, on the whole pepper threshold there. There's pepper there, but it's still not. Yeah, hmm. it's not as strong as you're saying. <laughs> I don't know about that, bud. It's there. Yeah, we're completely off on the the there's pepper a, ranking a, on the retro. There's a tingle. Ooh, and it's hanging in the sinuses, too. Ooh. Yeah, it's not hanging with me. That's weird. Ooh. Weird. I don't know. Maybe my sinuses are just a little more sensitive today. <laughs> sensitive. Maybe. How's your coffee? It's good. Good. It's fucking good. It's a fucking good cup of coffee. Oh, my God. That name kills mm-hmm. me. <sighs> gotten cold on me, but. I can warm it up. I got a Gosh. whole pot I made for you. You made a whole pot? If you're going to make it, make it. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's uh, it's fucking good. Well, there you go. No, actually, you, okay. What? Not being a normal coffee drinker. I no. drinking it black, by the way, is actually impressing me. Hey, considering you're not a coffee drinker, <laughs> hey, you know you're going into the deep end of the pool, right? But it's something that I like to do, and I don't know if anybody else in the audience does it or not. I'll take my leftover coffee at the end of the day, yeah, and I'll actually put it in a pitcher. And put it in the fridge and then drink it as a cold coffee. Oh, well, look at you. Yeah. I, I like cold coffee. Okay. I don't do a cold brew, but I'll brew it and then, you know, chill it. Mm-hmm. I just like the caffeine. I think Mr. Jonathan was the one that, when we had him on, I talked about, I don't remember if this was actually on the show or if it was maybe our conversation pre or post. We were talking about coffee and it came up that I wasn't a fan and he had recommended that maybe I ought to try cold brew. Yeah, I think you would like a cold brew. I don't remember if it was on the show or not. Well, I tell but you, I, I hate to give Starbucks any credit for anything. Yeah. Because the thing is, I like Starbucks and I go to Starbucks, but I don't want to. I want to go to like local shops and whatnot. Yeah. Like here in Waterloo, we have a little shop. It's called Bead Tree Cafe. And Bead Tree Cafe is wonderful and does a really nice job. But not every little local shop you go to is good. And true. I hate to admit that, but it's the truth. Um, there's a great shop up in O'Fallon, Illinois, where you have your newspaper, Sweet Katie B's. Yeah. I think the world is Sweet Katie B's. Yeah. I think they're in a new location. I need they to are. try they are. it. Yeah. But that being said. They expanded. It's bigger. The, the nitro cold brew. Yeah. Um, you know, that you can get at Starbucks is killer. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's it's really good. But is it fucking good? Well, okay. It's not. It's not fucking good. I'm not saying that. That. Here's one of the problems, okay? <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you this. One of the problems with Starbucks for a new coffee drinker like you uh-huh. is it's going to have that bitter taste that mm-hmm. you don't like, or mm-hmm. you say you don't like. Mm-hmm. Now, you might grow to like that at some point, but that's Starbucks that. always is a much more bitter coffee. See, I don't get that with this. No. I'm not getting the, the bitter on the, exactly. on the fucking good coffee. There you go. Now, if Nick can perfect a nitro cold brew that he can get us, and I'm all in, but still have to get that there. He's working on it, I'm but sure. But it's actually really good if you go try it sometime. Try try the nitro cold Can I bring my fucking good coffee and tell him, hey, make it with this? Make this. Make it with this. Boy, do I, it your way. Here's the funny thing. You probably could, but you're going to need to get the uh, espresso grind. I doubt Starbucks would accept my, my, my like... True beans ground whatever the yeah whatever term that it is foamy like milky I stuff they put in it they would accept me bringing you're gonna love in that 
my own coffee and saying, make this. Well, you know, if you've got a better coffee than they have, why wouldn't they? They need to bow down in its presence. I mean, they can charge me the same as if it's theirs. They just don't need to use just their own product. This just use my product. Yeah, yeah. Doubt they're going to do it either. Kind of doubt it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's something that tells me it would be stuff they put on, offensive. dude. Offensive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A uh, little bit. But little the, bit. the nitro cold brew. If you're going to go there, try that. There you go. I think you'll thank me. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to go there. So yeah. That's, but if you do nitro cold brew, just I keep only that go there head. every once in a while for an iced tea because they it's, have it's great, four bucks for yeah. an iced tea, which is kind of it's stupid expensive for yes. an iced tea. But um, every once in a while, now that's the it's Trenta, a nice if I'm little, not mistaken. It is the Trenta. I yeah. get the Trenta size, which took me a long time to remember because heaven forbid they use small, medium, and large. <laughs> but um, Trenta, I think, is Trenta extra large? I don't even know. Shit, I don't know. Yeah. It's the biggest one they've got. Yeah, it's that's, the big boy. That's how I had to order it one time. I was like, I just need the biggest iced tea that you have. And then they were like, oh, the Trenta. And I was like, okay, I can remember that. Yep. But um, anyway, um, every once in a while is a little treat. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a good iced tea. You know who else has good iced tea? McAllister's. McAllister's. Yep. Yep. McAllister's Deli and uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but Chick-fil-A gotta, really does for, too. For a fast food place, I don't know if you can beat Chick-fil-A tea. Yeah. And, uh, well, and for a fast food place, too, Sonic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if everybody around the country or around the world has these restaurants, but, yeah, they, these are I'm pretty good. sure everybody has Chick-fil-A. I ate, out, I ate out tonight with uh, my lovely ex-wife, Kristen, and we, we actually had, don't tell Addie, because she'll get mad, she had a thing at church to go to. Uh-huh. So Kristen and I had a little date. Oh, how nice. Now, that's what I called it, and Kristen just sneered at me, but uh-huh. we had a little, you know... Little date with the exes oh, going nice. on, and we went to a restaurant. I'm not going to name it because I really, really like this restaurant. And I had a really good steak, and I had a really good like uh, baked potato. Kristen had the barbecue chicken sandwich. <laughs> really, it's a place we like. The owner came over and talked to us forever. I've known him for years and years and years. Yeah, the only chink in the armor at this place. Okay, they don't have brewed iced tea. They have fountain. Ugh, and it's just I got the first Ugh. glass of it and I drank it. And then I asked the guy at the bar, can, can I just get Coke now? I, You know, I just, yeah. I, I love iced tea. You've seen me drink yeah. a pitcher of iced no. tea in a sitting. Yep. But fountain, that fountain, fountain iced tea sucks. Fountain iced tea is an affront to God. <laughs> it really it is. It really is. It's like, it's like, you know, God came down and Lipton spit in his eye. <laughs> and just said, we can make it brisk. And it's like, no. 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 They're going to pay for that someday. Yeah. yeah. Someday. The, owner, the, the guy who created... Fountain iced tea. Yeah. He's going to hell. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know who you are, and you might be a listener, but you're going to hell you're going for what to you've hell. done. And you need to get down on your knees, and you need to apologize to all of us and God you for doing this. You have ruined iced tea. Yeah. With fountain iced tea. Who thought that was a good idea? I I don't know. I'm sure it was one of those things where they thought, oh, it can be more convenient. Sometimes the quick way is not the best way. That's right. And in this case, you made shit tea. Yes. it's not. Oh. It's not even tea. No. I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, it's put together like soda. Yeah. So it's like a syrup that they mix with the water. Yeah. It's disgusting. And, you know, it's bad enough, the, the sweet tea, but the unsweet tea, the unsweet syrup tea mm-hmm. is just, I don't even, like, it's not something man should have created. Yeah, it's undrinkable. Yeah. It Un- really is. Undrinkable. Where so, was I recently? That's that why I, I don't want to some... bash the restaurant, because I really like them and they have great food. I don't remember where I was. They got to fix their tea. Recently that I had some. But I went somewhere, and I ordered an iced tea, and they brought me the fountain 
iced tea. It takes where, one where drink. How was that? It takes one drink. And, and when I did, ask, and basically I took like one drink, and I was like, I need a water. Yeah, and I just get. I was with oh, you. I know it was the airport. It was the freaking place at the airport. It was that you and I had uh, liner, uh when mm-hmm. we were leaving Las Vegas, and they had iced tea on the fountain, and it was the brisk. Yes, iced tea. I took one drink, and I was like, I gotta get a water. And I, I can't wa- drink and, this. And I went up and I got a water because yeah. it was just so disgusting. Yeah. So Lord knows how much that iced tea cost me, but I threw it right away. Yeah. It was just disgusting. Anyway, so yeah, that's our soapbox about tea. Now, we're on soapboxes tonight. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like doing my NPR voice. I don't know. Yeah. Welcome to all things considered. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Can I be Ari Shapiro? No. I listen to, I listen to NPR enough to know the people on it. That's Think about that disgusting oh man and they are just <laughs> they are just beside themselves right now you know it's yeah it's a whole thing but anyway anyway yeah oh my well hey how about we hear from pinky about what my monthly cigars is wait what this would normally be the time that i give <laughs> information about my monthly cigars but i've hired that out this week so take it away My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! I don't know what it is about her voice. I just love. It's so much more convenient playing that than it is for me to go through the bit again. Well, everybody <laughs> likes hearing it better too. Well, I know. Oh, mymonthlycigars.com. I mean, there you go. She's working it. Working it. Working it. We so. love Pinky. Yes. When is she going to come back on? I don't know. She's working on the charcuterie boards. Oh, that'll be a fun That's episode. That's the next one that yeah. she wants to do. We need to do that. And then we need to have our, uh, our ladies night panel. Yes. Yeah. All being organized. Is it? Well, that's awesome. Slowly. But surely? It'll get there. And don't call me Shirley. It'll get there. Well, cool. At some point. So, uh, I have a whole lot of people I need to follow up on with, oh God. Uh, from TPE. We have so many contacts Basically, from TPE. Basically, we, we got back from TPE and I've just been swamped. So like, yeah. I, I need to. I have a stack of business cards on my desk that I need to follow up on. So hopefully uh, we can uh, do that and have more guests. I got to take a couple of days off. Look at you. Yeah, I went back to work today, but I had a cup I had Monday and Tuesday off to recuperate and I'm glad I did. I got I got a little bored come Tuesday. I I I was didn't have anything to do and it was starting to drive me nuts. You would just call me randomly. It was, I was so bored. I was working on my newspaper and you're just calling me randomly like Hi. How you doing? What what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, I'm working. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love uh, to send Nick nine one one text, you know, how like how much you got? Nine one one ASAP, you know. Yeah. And he calls me, I'm like, Hi. Yeah pisses me right off <laughs> one of these days you're gonna do that and i'm not gonna actually call you and you're gonna have something really important that you need to tell me or you're gonna be tr- straight down the side of the road because you ran out of gas or something i ran out of gas today did you really i ran out of gas all- i I used to <laughs> I have, all the time you know what i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna jinx myself i've never run out of gas oh god you better find some wood to knock on oh well i have a three quarters of a tank right now so okay you know, i'm good but but yeah, I've never run out of gas. Yeah. And you have run out of gas more times than I can count. Just in the period of time that I've known you. Yes. And I'm, I know that there this were is a many, real many character times, flaw that I have. There were many, many times prior to that that I'm sure yeah. you you ran out of gas. Okay. This is how bad I am. I've ran out of gas 
I've got a tank or I've got a gallon of gas to get me going and then forgot and ran out of gas again and didn't go to the station. Oh my God. In the same day, I've ran out of gas twice. What is wrong with I you? I have real problems. Obviously. <sighs> I mean, seriously. If I tell you a story, will you not think less of me? I don't know if there's a way for me to think less of you. I'm so going go to ahead. purge my soul to the listeners right now. I'm glad you said your soul because, I mean. Yeah. We had we have not talked about this prior. I'm going to admit to a crime. Oh my god! Yes. All right. I'm not even sure the statute of limitations is up. So I may have told you this, but I've never told it on the cast that I remember. Okay. So I was I was <laughs> in Pinckneyville, Illinois, my my town where I have my newspaper. I was coming back into town one day. I'd been down at Carbondale doing God knows what, you know, for the paper, and. I'm coming back into town, and I'm trying to get back for a school board meeting, and I'm just running right on time, and I run out of gas. Of course you did. On the edge of town. Now, luckily, luckily, I ran out of gas by a good friend of my dad's. Okay. And I've I've known this gentleman, you know, my whole life. He's just the sweetest man. So I pull into his driveway. I run out of gas. I walk up the long lane up to his house. Yeah. And I knock on the door, and he's not home. Oh, God. And I look over, and there sits his gas can next to his lawnmower. You stole his gas. Hold on. So I took money, and I put it in the door. Now, my thinking was, I'm going to take the money. I'm going to put it in the door. I'm going to go to town, fill up his gas can, and bring it back. Yeah. And then put the gas can back, and then probably either leave the money. I I wasn't even planning to take the money, so leave the money. He'd never know what it was for, and there's his gas filled up, and, you know, nobody's. No big deal. yeah, Yeah, no. Easy peasy, you know, going to take care of it. I'm I'm literally a mile and a half away from the Moto Mart. I can uh-huh. fill it up and bring it back in like five minutes. Yeah. So I take the gas can, stick the money in the door, take the gas can down, start filling up the car. And here comes the guy down the driveway <gasps> after knocking on the door repeatedly. It's not him. Oh, no. Yeah. You pulled into some rando's driveway? No, it's his son. But I don't know the son. Oh, At this no. time, I mean, not really. I mean, I've seen him, but I didn't yeah. know him. And he comes down. He goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Dude, I left you money." I said, "I'm going to go fill up your gas can." I thought this was so and so's house. He goes, "That's my dad." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." My dad always talks about him when he drives past this house. I thought this was his house, and he's like, "I just, I've never seen anybody do that." <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I said, "I'm so sorry." I said, "I promise, I'm going to go fill this up for you and bring it back." And did you? Oh yeah. Okay, good. And I gave I even gave him a Motomart gift card. And then the next time I saw him at Dixie's restaurant, I bought him and his wife's meal because I felt so bad about the crime I'd committed. Okay. The problem was, had it been the dad, it, it would have been no big. It deal. was no biggie. But I was at the wrong house. Wrong house? Well, it was at his son's house. Oh. I thought. I swear, my dad told me that he lived there. Okay. But it was his son's house, not his. Maybe he lived there one time and I moved. I don't know that. But like, I knew this guy and he would not have been mad at me for it. Like, I know him well enough to have known that. I did not know the son well enough to do that. (laughs) God, you're you're pathetic. It's a wonder I didn't go to jail. Well, I mean, in all fairness, you were giving him money. Oh, no, I left the money in the door. Thank God, because I think he'd probably come down and shot me otherwise. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gave him money. I gave him money. And I circled back with more gas and a gift card. And a gift card and bought dinner. And then you bought him dinner. Oh, no, I felt like shit for it. That was an expensive tank of gas. It really was. But here's the deal. 
Again, I thought it was the dad that I knew really well. I gotcha. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, I screwed the pooch on that one. So, like, was he cool with you after you brought oh, him back? Oh, no, he laughs at me now about it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean. But let's so be honest, that, that can of gas made him, like, 50 bucks or better. Well, yeah. When it was all said and done. So, so it's but no big deal. Still, but still, I shouldn't have taken someone's gas I didn't know, except I didn't know I didn't know him. <laughs> oh, my God. Only <sighs> you. I know. Only you. I know. I'm. This is. These are the things that are wrong with me. No, these are the things that happen to you. Because I'm not right. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's the first time I've ever publicly told that story. Grand Theft Gas. Yeah, and you do it on a podcast listened to by lots of people. Yes. All right yeah. then. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Okay. I just purged my soul. Better your soul than your bowels. It's true. Which I think you did earlier before we started the show. <laughs> Kristen never hears this. She's never going to sit in that chair again. I'll tell you that right now. Double Mexican, dude. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, God. Mexican for lunch, Mexican I'm, for dinner. I'm not sure the chair didn't lift off the deck for twas, a little bit. Twas yeah. a thing. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway. Thank God the wind's blowing the other way. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, how do people reach out to us? I've got the hiccups. On the socials? How do people reach out to us on the socials? <laughs> We're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Guys, sign up for the group. It's a good time. People are making friends, sharing their cigars that they're smoking. It's a good time. They are. And then uh, there's Twitter, YouTube. You can reach out to us through the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. And then, guys, get your questions in for Ask the Boys. Uh, we didn't do it on Tuesday because we had such a long show with the TPE recap, but, uh, you know, we're going to need questions for upcoming uh, episodes here, so make sure you get your questions in. Area code 863-874-0000. We take questions about everything. Doesn't Any have to be, and everything. Doesn't have to be about cigars. You can ask about us. You could ask uh, our advice on something. You could ask about your love life. I mean, whatever you want to ask about, the sky's the limit. Yes. And uh, I think that's that's all the ways people can reach out to us. We still haven't got the TikTok up and running. No. Okay. No. We could do little dance videos with our cigars. You know, we did have a suggestion about an idea for a TikTok. Did we? And uh, I I I like the idea, but it's just, it realistically it's one more thing that I'd have to do, and it's one more platform I'd have to learn. And right now, I'm just, I'm not committed to that idea, but um, at some point, I might look into it, because I, I think it would be really funny. My cat just lifted up the uh, curtain and is now looking out at us. Yes. Disapprovingly. Yes. Very disapproving. I mean, oh, it, well, now he's found a bug to chase. It's so. a cat. So, I mean. He's chasing a bug on the other side of the window. Oh, well. Good know. times. Charlie's a good cat. He is a good cat. He's, he's just, a beautiful Russian blue. He's getting big. Yeah. Anybody wants a Russian blue cat for the right money, I'll sell him. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Actually, I wouldn't. I've I've come to be very fond of that cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sleeps with me at night and just purrs when I pet him. He's a good boy. Well, at least and he gets along with the dog. At least something sleeps with you and purrs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets along with the two dogs, which I did not think was going to go down as well as it has. So. Why? Cats get along with dogs just fine. That's a whole myth. <sighs> A myth. Well, Lucy, our little long-haired Chihuahua, I think she thought it was she was his mom at the beginning because she would try to pick him up and carry him like by the scruff of the neck. No, yeah. nice. Yeah, she's she's been very motherly to him. Bennett really doesn't give a shit, but the the golden doodle, yeah, 
And I know the cat got really pissed off at him today because I let him out of his uh, his little pen. Because when we're gone, he tears the house up. So I wish we didn't have to put him in there, but we yeah. kind of do. And uh, he'll just destroy the house. You've seen it, I think. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's rough. And he just goes nuts. He has abandonment issues. And uh, I let him out of the thing. And he's jumping around. He'll he'll bounce on all fours like a spring, straight yeah. up in the air. And he's barking and just going nuts. And his tail smacked the cat and knocked him backwards. And the cat just looked at him like, if he could kill him, he would have. <laughs> he was so pissed. Well, that's <laughs> the whole thing with cats. Yeah. If they can kill it, they will. Yeah. But cats are small. So they wait for you to die, and then they and then eat they you. eat you. Yes, yes. That was a great episode on uh, uh, Rescue Me. I'm sure we've talked about that before. I'm um, probably there was a whole episode where one of the older guys' wives died, and like they were gone for a week, and came back, and they come in, and, and, like she had like twelve cats. It was and an Asian lady. The cats her. had eaten her. Oh, yes, God. Yeah, it was brutal. Oh. I loved Rescue Me. Did you ever watch it? I did not. Dennis Leary? No, I didn't. You've mentioned this to me before, though. That That's one that you probably, because I know you like to binge watch stuff. Yeah, I actually just got done watching a documentary series on uh, Netflix all about uh, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Really? Boy, that scared the shit out of me. No, no. Here's the thing. I have issues regarding, like, home invasion. No like, shit. Like, that's, like, one of my fears. And, yeah. um, you know, I mean, we've talked about my night terrors and everything before. But, I like to um, encourage intruders. But um, holy crap, dude. <laughs> I don't know what it was the other night. Notice you just let that go, folks. Yeah, I know. So I don't know what it was the other night. I'm flipping through Netflix trying to find something to watch. And mind you, it's late, okay? And the last thing in the world I should have done is put on the Night Stalker no docuseries. But I watched your No offense, and I love you, buddy, but you're scared of your own shadow. Why would you do that? I don't know. So I watched two episodes of it and quickly realized at that moment... I need a palate cleanser before I go to bed. So <laughs> I watched. Bob? No, I watched a couple episodes of The New Girl. And um, that's a funny show. I've never seen it. It's actually pretty funny. Oh, I had no. a friend of mine recommend a it. Palate it's, cleanser. It's not too bad. So then, so then uh, last that's, night. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is her name? Zo- was, Zoe Deschanel. What movie was she in? Uh, Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Yeah. I'm impressed. She's cute. She's cute. She was cute yeah. Elf. Well, she's cute and new girl. Yeah. And there's a character on there, Nick Miller. Really? Yep. I wanted to know about that because uh, for the longest time, ever since that show came out, everyone's all like, oh, like the guy on New Girl. And I'm like, no, I had it before him. Yeah. But whatever. So anyway. um, But then I finally, I finished watching The (laughs) Night Stalker last night. Kind of like Office Space with Michael Bolton. Kind of. Yeah, kind of yeah, like that. Kinda. I celebrate his whole catalog. Whole catalog. Yeah. Um, but then I finished watching The Night Stalker last night after uh, after we got done, uh, or after I got done with the newspaper and everything. And um, Again, why would you do that at midnight? You know, I was up. I wanted to watch. Get your I wanted to finish it. So last night, my palate cleanser was Looney Tunes cartoons. You know? Well, tonight you should go home and watch Seven. No, there's actually another documentary all about... Um, uh, there's two of them that I have in my queue. One is about like, it's called the Ripper and it's about, um, this killer in the 1970s over in England that was like killing prostitutes and stuff. Like a takeoff on Jack the Ripper. Basically. Yeah. And then there's another one that. Or Dr. I, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. It was Jack the Ripper. But anyway, yeah. um, there's another one I that think, I. I think Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, I think he killed prostitutes as well. That's fiction, Jeff. Is it? Yes, that's you sure? a that's a book. That's fiction. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde is that not, wasn't real. That didn't happen. That, that is didn't exist. Not real. No, 
I had no idea. Anyway. Swear with my hand to God, I had no idea that that wasn't real. That's. I got to research that. You didn't know that a doctor who took a a, a potion, a chemical potion that he concocted. Well, okay. So I didn't know about the potion. Turn into a freaking alternate personality. I thought it was his alternate personality at night. I didn't know about the potion. So I apologize. He grew. He physically looked different. It was like the Hulk, for God's sakes. I'm looking this up. It's a book, Jeff. Okay. Anyway, but there's another series on Netflix that I've bookmarked, and I've started watching it. I'm not as into it as, as you know, but it's about the son of Sam. Oh. And it, it goes, and basically what it goes into is basically saying that the son of Sam killer that they prosecuted and everything is not, that he wasn't, like, the actual killer, you know, that he may have, like, been involved with the actual killer. Basically, it's all these alternate takes on the, on the son of Sam killings, and it just just didn't fascinate me as much as the Night Stalker one did. But the Night Stalker one was cool because it had both the cops that worked the case talking all about it and like went through the whole thing and everything. It was really neat. And boy, Diane Feinstein, I didn't realize this. She was mayor of San Francisco at the time that was all going on. Okay. And they had a killing down in San Francisco. Yeah. That was connected to the Night Stalker. And so LA, okay. So the LA sheriff and the LA and and all that, they reached out to the San Francisco cops, gave them everything they had on the Night Stalker, yes, including a bunch of clues that only you know he would know, so that they could like you know nail him and everything like that. Like he had like this one type of tennis shoe that he wore, yes. And they had all these footprints, and he was literally the only person in the entire state of California that had that tennis shoe at the And time. she released it, didn't she? She got on yep. a press conference and she released all the details. And basically, they to this day never found those shoes. Wow. So like, he changed the gun that he was using. Yep. He changed, he stopped wearing those shoes. He changed everything because of what she did. So Diane Feinstein totally, you could make a solid argument that there's blood on her hands for going on and doing that. Yeah. I remember that because I actually watched the movie The Night Stalker. Yeah. Have you seen that with, uh, God, what's his name? No, I didn't know there was a movie. Oh, no, there's a movie. Uh, hold on. All right. Well, anyway. Hold on. So Through no, the I, magic of podcasting, I'll, we'll probably I, edit some I of was this, fascinated but. by it because it was, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like the true crime stuff, but it probably wasn't good for me to watch right before bed. No. So instead, I had to watch, you know, Wiley Coyote get smeared by some rocks and cliffs and rockets and things of that nature and boy he really needs to sue the acme corporation i mean <laughs> it just that just hit me. just hit you God. okay i mean why not you know all every product he buys from acme backfires on him yeah the movie um but Luke i'll Diamond say this phillips he plays him is, oh really yep I can richard ramirez I, I will say this wiley coyote is a very underrated landscape artist <laughs> Some God. of the paintings he does on those cave walls and stuff, or the, the, the walls of the cliffs and stuff. I mean, dude, fantastic. And so quick. Very. I mean, he was Bob Ross, a real run for his money. <laughs> Very. Just saying. Okay. So happy, in. Happy little roads and trees. In 2014. This is the movie The Night Stalker in 2014. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a cartoonist for the newspaper. That's hey. Zodiac. Hold on. That's Zodiac. I'm sorry, Nightcrawler. Yeah, that's not even. That's not even. That's it. not even about. Hold on, you're right. Nightcrawler's that's Zodiac. about a guy who's like filming accidents at you're night. You're right. I remember that now. And that was a really good movie. Let's strike that. No, I'm going to leave all this in because, by God, you just totally botched this whole movie <laughs> reference, and I think it's funny. Okay, hold on. I got to find it. Oh my 
God. Where's Jeff? the Zodiac? Zodiac is not the Night Stalker. No, I know, but I liked Zodiac. Well, why are you bringing up Zodiac? Because <laughs> it's another serial killer. Oh my God! You've totally who, who that played game. who played the reporter Robert in that? Downey Jr. That's right. I'm impressed. I've seen that movie a bunch of times too. It was a good movie. It's really good. It's a good newspaper movie too. It is, but I'm yeah. fascinated by the whole Zodiac killer thing. Yeah, but, you know, but the point there's actually a really good podcast about the Zodiac killer. Is there? Because um, they never caught the Zodiac, right? No, they didn't. And I'm trying to remember the name of that podcast, but it was a really good podcast all about the Zodiac killer. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. I love how we're just looking stuff up at this point to, uh, you know, reference <laughs> well, and tell people. Exactly. We're, I am down to the final 30. Oh, it's called Monster, the Zodiac Killer. Fantastic freaking podcast, man. Really? Oh, my gosh. It was so good. I'm going to have to start listening to that. Yeah. How many episodes? Oh, Lord. I just closed it out. It's, uh... While you're looking that up, my friend Lisa Jones that owns the Bean Tree uh, coffee shop that I referenced earlier in Waterloo, Illinois. Yeah. Her daughter, Nikki, when Le- Lisa worked worked with me at the newspaper, and when her daughter, Nikki, graduated high school, I bought her a book on serial killers because she's fascinated by them. I don't know if she still is, but she was at the time. 15. 15 episodes? Yeah. I'll, go li- I'll start listening to that tonight. Fantastic uh, podcast. So I bought her this book on serial killers, and, you know, like, she opened it up, and it was, like, one of her favorite, like, graduation gifts. Hmm. Or at least she told me it was. Maybe well, it wasn't, but she seemed to really like it. All right, then. It, it always amazed me. The 17-year-old girl was fascinated by serial killers. It's interesting. Well, look at the fan mail they get. Like, I remember when uh, John Wayne Gacy was in, in Menard Prison down They were Chester. talking about that in the Night Stalker documentary I watched yep. at the end. They were talking about all the... And they showed some of the pictures that he got from women just throwing themselves at him. I mean, yeah. just... It was unreal, the groupies that Richard Ramirez had. It yeah. was creepy to be honest yeah Lou diamond phillips i believe uh, like i said earlier played him in the movie okay i'm, I'm pretty sure all right yeah i've seen that movie too okay. but i like the zodiac better okay well anyway well final thoughts on the uh jaime garcia reserva uh i've enjoyed it it's a little little bolder Especial. cigar than i normally do um yeah you know it's i think it's had uh yeah it's a little more medium to bold profile do you agree or mm-hmm. not i would say so yeah and like i said I get spice on the retro hail. On the actual cigar itself, not as much. You know, it's it's a good solid smooth smoke for the actual cigar itself, but the retro hail has some pepper punch to it. Yeah, I got it on this I'm down to the nub now and I got it on that. Okay. So So Well there you go. Yeah, it's 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 the pepper has built for sure. Well very cool. I'll give you that. Well, there you go, man. It's been an episode. I was going to say, you have anything else for the good of the cause? No, and con- considering we had two things to talk about and we've filled an hour or so here, I'm I'm, I'm impressed with the back and forth conversation, even though I got some movies jacked up. You did. And you it did. was entertaining to me. <laughs> That's so, why you're going to leave it in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving it in. All right, guys. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit coming Do... to you. Oh. What? Hold on. What? Hold on. What am I doing? Hold on. Hold on. I'm holding on. Hold on. Oh, my God. You're killing me here. Okay. And as we leave you guys, do us a favor. Whatever you do, if you care about premium cigars and you care about the industry and you care about the local brick and mortar stores, guys, go on to CigarAction.org and let your voice be heard. You got to dick Durbin before Durbin dicks you. Amen. You dick. (laughs) Anyway. 
All right, guys, we're coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios on the back of Jeff's ex-wife's house. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay smoky, everybody. Okay, I'll give it to you. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was made up, and I didn't know that. It was a goddamn book. Yeah, yeah. It was first published in 1886. Yeah. 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 By a Scottish author, Robert Louis Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that was real. No. I need to rethink some things. No. Yeah. Need to shut down and retool.